Hey, beautiful. What's up, guys? In today's video, we're going over the five simple steps to lose belly fat fast. By following these five simple yet very effective steps, you'll get rid of your belly fat and have a flat stomach in the shortest amount of time possible. Now, the goal of all these steps is to lower your insulin levels and to increase your glucagon levels. Insulin is a fat storage hormone that's released when your blood glucose levels rise. When you have low blood sugar, there's very little insulin present in your body. On the other hand, when you have high blood sugar, insulin is running around like crazy, storing excess glucose that can't be held by your liver or your muscles. It stores it as fat. When your blood sugar drops low enough, your body releases a hormone known as glucagon. Glucagon has the inverse effect of insulin, and that's exactly why it's so important for burning body fat. Now, unfortunately, there's no way to target fat burn, so burning overall body fat is gonna be the best and the most efficient way to burn belly fat. So when we decrease our blood glucose levels, insulin levels plummet and glucagon acts to maintain normal blood glucose levels. The first step in doing this is a process known as glycogenolysis, where glucagon stimulates the conversion of stored glycogen from the liver to glucose for your bloodstream. Glucagon will also promote the conversion of amino acids to glucose through a process known as gluconogenesis. And the last and most important thing that it does for losing belly fat is that glucagon acts on adipose tissue to stimulate the breakdown of fat stores into the bloodstream. So the question is, how do we decrease insulin levels and how do we increase glucagon levels to prevent us from storing any more fat and instead to help us start burning more fat? And the first step is to follow a low-carb diet by eliminating all processed foods, simple carbohydrates, and sugary beverages, and in general, limiting all carbs. Now, a low-carb diet is not the only way that you can burn belly fat, but it's one of the fastest ways that you can lower your insulin levels in order to burn belly fat. In one study, people with metabolic syndrome were randomized to receive either a low-fat or a low-carb diet containing 1,500 calories. The insulin levels dropped by an average of 50% in the low-carb group and only 19% in the low-fat group, even though they had the same amount of calories. Carbohydrates are the most insulinogenic out of the three macronutrients, protein, carbs, and fats. Now, in general, consuming fewer calories has consistently shown to increase insulin sensitivity and decrease insulin levels in overweight and obese people, regardless of the type of diet that they consume. So again, even though it's not the only way to do it through a low-carb diet, a low-carb diet can help you deplete the glycogen in your liver and start burning fat faster. Step two is to try fasting, because not eating is by far one of the best ways to keep insulin levels at their lowest. I mean, it makes sense. If you're not taking in any calories, your body has nothing to convert to glucose. Start off with intermittent fasting, where you fast for 16 hours a day and only eat during an eight hour time block during the day. So you might skip breakfast and instead just have lunch and dinner every single day. Fasting definitely works. However, be warned, some people, when they break their fast, will be so hungry that they drastically overeat. And that is gonna do a whole bunch of damage to your insulin levels to the point where it might have not even been so bad if you just didn't fast at all. So for that reason, fasting is not the answer for everyone. If you're the type of person that gets uncontrollably hungry when you fast and then you binge eat later, then you may be better off spreading out your meals into smaller portions throughout the entire day and just sticking to a low carb diet. However, like I said, I would definitely give it a shot because there's nothing out there that can lower your insulin levels the way that fasting can. The third step is to begin exercising consistently and regularly. I always like to use the gas tank example. With this one, imagine that your body's gas tank, the fuel that it runs off of, 
is glycogen. And every time that you eat, you refill that gas tank. Just by breathing, being awake, standing, sitting, even sleeping, your body has to use some energy from that gas tank, almost like a car that's running while parked. However, the amount of energy it uses while parked is not that much at all. When you exercise, it's like driving your car and your car begins running off of more gas to get from point A to point B. Just like that, your body begins running off of more glucose to complete your workout. There's evidence that shows that specifically resistance training can help decrease insulin levels. And that makes a lot of sense. Resistance training is a form of anaerobic training. Anaerobic training is known to use a lot more glucose, so it helps you empty out that tank a lot faster. However, we can't just write off aerobic training because it has its place with insulin as well. It has been shown to be very effective at increasing insulin sensitivity in people who are obese or have type 2 diabetes. So you should really try to do a combination of both aerobic and anaerobic exercise. The only catch is that it's a gradual process, which is why it's so important for you to be consistent with your exercising. If you're constantly skipping days and missing weeks, then the balance of how full your gas tank is from eating versus how empty it is from exercising won't be very balanced at all. And you're gonna have an overflowing gas tank because you're gonna just keep refilling a parked car. Point is, try to get at least three intense weight training sessions in every single week and sprinkle in one or two sessions of aerobic exercise like interval training. Step number four is to avoid all forms of simple sugar and to stay away from refined carbohydrates. Now I know I already told you guys that a low carb diet is one of the fastest ways to lower insulin levels, but you can still do it other ways. So here I want to be very specific about simple sugar because you guys don't have to have a low carb diet to lower insulin levels, but you do have to have a low sugar diet. Sugar is actually probably the most important food to stay away from when you're trying to lower your insulin levels and lose belly fat. In one study, overweight people who added high sugar foods to their usual diet experienced a 22% increase in their fasting insulin levels. On the other hand, the other group in the study who instead of adding sugar added artificially sweetened foods experienced a 3% decrease in fasting insulin levels. Now artificially sweetened foods present their own problems, but this study shows just how much havoc sugar can wreak on our insulin levels. You have to cut out all soda, candy, and desserts. And for some reason, people are under the impression that the so-called health food sugar, like honey or agave, is better for you than regular sugar. However, the fructose found in all these, when consumed in large quantities, will promote insulin resistance, which will ultimately drive insulin levels higher. Stay away from all forms of sugar. Now, last but not least is tip number five, which I know people will like the most only because it sounds like a hack. There are certain ingredients that you can eat and certain things that you can drink to help lower insulin levels. However, understand that they're only eight. They're, they're supplemental tips. They are not the main driver of lowering your insulin levels. The other four tips that I mentioned are the main drivers. This is just there to help a little more after you're already doing the other four tips. Okay, so apple cider vinegar has been credited with preventing insulin and blood sugar spikes after eating, especially when taken with high carb foods. So you can try to throw in one or two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar per day. Cinnamon is another one that shows in certain studies done on insulin resistant people that it can enhance insulin sensitivity and decrease insulin levels. However, this effect may vary from person to person, so these studies are inconclusive. This is why I say these are just extra little tips. You can just add some cinnamon to your food or flavor your drink with some cinnamon. Worst case scenario, you'll be getting some extra antioxidants. 
And the last little trick is to drink green tea, which certain studies suggest that it may help fight insulin resistance. Again, all these little tips within step number five will not work unless you follow the other four steps. That's it guys, I really hope this video has helped you out. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe to my channel. And if you'd like to find out how so many of my clients are losing 20 pounds or 5% body fat in six short weeks, visit my website, gravitytransformation.com, where we're running the challenge right now for free. All you have to do is actually stick to the plan. I'll see you guys soon. Pump it.